Welcome to Snap, the Saturday Night Adult Party, the show where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I am your host, Victor Gouveia, along with my co-host, Pepsi Mama. Yay! Hello, everybody. 
we are here to titillate you, expand your sexual knowledge, and maybe, just maybe, get you off. <laughs> well. But before I do, I should, I should introduce our guest this week. She, I've known her for a while. We get along famously well. And uh, she's probably one of the most interesting people I've ever met. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Kelly Hive. Hello, hello. Can you all hear me? Yeah, we can, <laughs> can hear you good. After all these technical difficulties, I was <laughs> what, what, what was your last name again? Hive. It, you it pronounce like Tithe, but with an H instead. H-I-H-E. Yes. Yeah, you know, solicitations and tithing. Yes. Hi. Oh, so it's Hive. Okay. Yes. Got you. Yeah. It's my married yeah. name. My my lovely wife, Rachel, gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, after the... we're done, I'd love to hear your, your maiden name. That'd be cool. It was Covert, as in Covert Operations. You can see why. Oh, right. Covert? Covert. Covert. Yes. Oh, my. Before, well, and, and then, but before I was Hyde, I was actually, I kept my married name from my ex-husband, which was Bailey. Um, so I haven't been covert since my mid-20s, probably. <laughs> well, I don't care. You love your new life, and that's what counts, right? Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Did she, take, did she take your name, or did you, did y'all both just stick with Tithe? I we mean, both Hyde. <laughs> we both stuck with Hyde. Um, we had discussed her taking my name as well that I'm like, nah, no, I, I don't really need you to do that. Um, I'm, uh, I think I, I, her family's my chosen family and we'll just leave it at that. Um, okay. I'm not, close. yeah, I'm not super close. Plus to, she's the Dom, right? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I have to do everything she tells me. That's right. Within reason, within reason, actually. She within reason. I'm, that's true. That's she, true. Yeah. She says I'm a brat because I, I top from the bottom. So it's like, one time we did a scene where she made me do a math problem and I went, math, you're going to make me do math. And uh, so I got punished because a, I protested about doing math and B, I got the answer wrong, of course. So she complains about your lips moving. No, she just, she didn't like the fact that I protested having to do a math, problem. Do the math problem. So yeah. how did she, how did right. she correct? But you kind of, you kind of missed the joke, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> You missed the joke, yeah. Um, no, she loves ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember, if you like what you hear, hit oh, that I like didn't button. Miss that. <laughs> and don't forget, if you want to catch us live, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel or catch <laughs> us on our Facebook page or on Twitter at Blind Who's. That's B L I N D W H O S E. By the way, we are not going live on. Saturday Night Adult Party's YouTube channel because we've been punished. Mm. We have. Apparently, one of the links in the description blocks, blocks, blocks. excuse me, in the description box uh, went to a sexually explicit website, which is against YouTube community rules. Well, Ooh. fuck YouTube. I could, well, I could fuck YouTube, but it'd be awfully painful. Well, you could, you could 
you could fuck with your tube. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, yeah, that's true. That's true. I could. I could. So it wouldn't be actually fucking YouTube, it'd be actually fucking just the tube. <laughs> there you but go. Again, <laughs> either way, this this uh, show will be broadcast at a later date on our YouTube channel. So if you want to catch it, feel free to. But go ahead and subscribe. It's uh, I'd like to know we're doing something good out here. Additionally, if you can't catch us live, we are on most podcast catchers. So if you have a Google device or an or an Apple device or even Amazon or um, Spotify, we're on those. We're on you can all also, of them. yeah, yeah. We you can also catch us on the Victor line of players, and of course Alexa or a smart speaker will play us all over the yeah. place. Yeah, and uh, I lost my thought. Way to go! So if you guys want to send us an email, have questions about your relationship or Hi, some baby. some sexual questions you might have. Send us an email, Saturday night adult party at gmail.com. Again, that's Saturday night adult party at gmail.com. Now, Snap is sponsored by Eden Fantasies, and I don't care what YouTube says, fuck them. <laughs> For all your sex toy needs. Go, go check out infantasies.com. That's fantasies with an S-Y-S on the end. And uh, go check out what they've got. They've got some great sales. 85% site-wide sale. And you can also check the description box below for various discount codes you can use. Additionally, there are a couple of offers of free sex toys for orders of $19 or $29 or more, but you have to hit the link in the description box. You won't see these links anywhere on the website. So hit the links and you'll be given free sex toys along with your order. Uh, I'll have to ask you a question because I just have to. I can't help myself. Go ahead. You've been getting tongue-tied a lot tonight. Uh, I just wondered, have you been using your tongue today for other than talking and eating? Uh, I wish. But no, I think I think it's more of the intimidation factor with Kelly in, in here. What? Yeah, oh, man. I mean, Kim, I'm intimidated. Why? Because. I'm nice. I don't bite usually. Yeah. You you yeah. are full of shit. You are not intimidated. <laughs> I don't believe it either. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'll admit I, I, I don't get easily intimidated, but fuck me. <laughs> um, by the way, I should warn you, ladies and gentlemen, this, uh, ex this program explains sex explicitly. We do not mince words. <laughs> we do not talk about penises or vaginas. We talk about cocks and pussies. 
So Sorry. if you're looking and, for and, something and cunts and peckers and peckers, yes. <laughs> so if you're looking for something educational and clean, fuck you, go somewhere else. <laughs> this show is for people who are 18, 18 years old and up. So if you're over the age of 18, welcome. If you are under the age of 18, for God's sake, go get yourself an adult who can explain the various shits we say. I know that's not going to happen because I'm under no illusion that 18-year-olds get onto the internet and watch whatever they want. Yeah. So. <laughs> but either way, so as I said, we're continuing our our talk from last week about religions and sexuality and this time we're talking about belief systems and specifically uh the pagan or well is it pagan or wiccan kelly pagan pa um wicca is one religion within paganism it's own, but paganism itself is its own paganism is simply uh a it means any nature-based religion basically yeah, oh, I had okay. a friend. I had a friend who was pagan, right? And and uh, I think I was right. I think, well, not just uh, Wiccan, but paganism is a very open religion uh, or belief system, isn't it? Yes. I, well, yeah, especially compared to the ones that are more traditional and. Um, uh, controlling shall we say yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's a very nice thing but to say but it is what it is um that's how i see it <laughs> like, like no like, no i agree with you completely like baptist church of christ church of god pentecost Ooh. oh especially yeah. pentecost <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> as you guys as you guys will recall last week i said if you pay attention to any of those religions and i even quoted bible passages uh you can't do oral which is kind of foobar for lesbians well not only that but i considered myself a christian you know i grew up lutheran and i was a christian for years before i fully came out of the broom closet and i'm sorry uh but back in the days when i did date men um if a man said he didn't go down then he did not date me let alone have sex with me um because i certainly wasn't going to let him you know poke my pussy and I certainly wasn't going to, you know, give him a blowjob if he wasn't going to go down. That's just not going to happen. Yeah, fuck that and, shit. You know, I, you can, I'm, I don't even remember what scripture verse it was, but whatever scripture verse it was, I don't give a rat's ass. You're giving me oral or we're not, we're just not having sex, let alone dating. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That, and you know what? I, I envy that position because. I love oral sex. Yeah. I, I know, I right? Mean, I, I love giving it. I have to admit, I love giving. I enjoy the taste of a woman. I love giving it, and I so love I. taking it. <laughs> no, I absolutely adore it. Yeah, it's there's just nothing the like same. The taste my of wife a woman. hates it. What? But, oh dear. <laughs> oh yeah, my wife saw, hates it. Yeah. Ooh, wee. that stinks. Are you guys polyamorous? No. Oh boy. Well, maybe no. you need to renegotiate that. No, my ooh. wife is completely Christian. Well, there are Catholic. Christians who are polyamorous. They just, it's not a very common thing, but it's it not what they say. No, that's the, that's when you got more than two people, right? 
polyamorous means when you have the ability of loving more than one person at a time and polyamorous relationships are it means that there is consent amongst everyone Uh, my wife and i are polyamorous and so that means that either one of us can fall in love with another woman because we're both lesbians so there's no men involved but we can either of us fall in love with a woman um date a woman um it's just that we talk to each other about it we don't do it behind each other's backs and the woman yeah that's okay yeah and the women we're seeing know that we're yeah and the woman has to be okay with it too like if she's like you know if she's monogamous then she's not going to be cool with dating one of us and that's okay but the ones that are they know that you know they know that i'm married and chances are they're also polyamorous themselves and they're okay with it or at least they're if they're monogamous they're okay with dating a woman who is polyamorous now i should i should say polyamory is not the same thing as having a threesome no it's not that's that yeah, I got misconception. Yeah, I just, no there's I, yeah go ahead i got no you. go I ahead just, i just couldn't remember i thought there was a word for threesomes and i uh yeah menage a trois, menage a trois. Yeah. Oh, that, oh well yeah that but there's thinking. also swinging some people can cons- you know the swinging lifestyle is often where um now now have- be careful kelly somebody will get offended it's oh. not a lifestyle <laughs> Uh, I kind of actually is a lifestyle because what it means, <laughs> well, what it, I know what you're saying. <laughs> it's basically what happens with swinging is when you have a, maybe you have a partner and you guys, maybe if you go to a swinger, swingers club, you may, might, might have sex with other people, uh, but there's no emotional involvement. Um, you might have. Well, uh, that's usually. That's usually how, that's how swingers work on, you know, from a pure definition if you have an emotional connection then you're probably more polyamorous yeah. versus just open relationship or swinger but um, i thought you know in some cases they do have emotions involved and they enjoy it because well, they that's can, what turns them on if they do then that makes them polyamorous and not yes it does <laughs> it, it's generally speaking if you're a swinger and you don't identify as polyamorous then it's no strings attached it's just um, you know, you you might be single, or you might have a partner or partners. Well, no, if if you're not poly, if you're if you have you might have a partner and you have sex with someone else. Um, maybe your partner does too, but there's no emotional attachment. Um, so there's a difference that that you know that could be considered an open relationship. But the the idea is, if you're in an open relationship, you have a partner, you can have sex with other people, but you cannot become emotionally attached. Um, and if you do, then you then you're polyamorous and you, you know, if you're in an open relationship and you fall in love with your, yeah. So at that point you talk with your partner about, geez, I think I'm falling in love. Can we have a polyamorous relationship instead? And hopefully your partner says yes. Otherwise you, you know, I, 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 I don't think I could have, well, I don't think I could lick someone else's pussy and not become emotionally involved. Yeah, you probably wouldn't do th- open relationships then. I'm the same way. Yeah, no, it's not it's not even that. I I just I've always thought of myself as an amazing lover because I'm emotionally attached to that person and I want that person to feel good. Yeah, I well, and I but I think that I think that you probably because, you know, we've talked and kind of I've picked up a sense of you. You 
I think you would thrive in polyamorous relationships more because in open relationships, um, you know, the only person you're supposed to have an emotional attachment to is your partner. And mm-hmm. with anyone else, it's just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So if, yeah, if, yeah. If, if your emotional attachment is only so much of, I just want my lover to feel good, then that's one thing. But usually if you want your lover to feel good and you develop feelings for your lover, then yeah, that's more polyamory versus open relationship. Yeah, yeah. At least that's my understanding. See, I, I just what? have. I'm just not say sure. it. I hate how you s- try to censor yourself. I'm just not trying to censor myself. I'm trying to think how I want to say it. Now shut up and let me. All right. <laughs> Good go, Monica. Go. <laughs> he knows me. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, but now I lost it. I'm not sure if I could be polyamorous because I've always wanted to be in love with one person and I've wanted one person in love with me. And as you can tell, that hasn't worked. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Victor. She's been married seven times. (laughs) (laughs) No judges here. No judges here, right? (laughs) Okay, you're the one that said it, not me this time. (laughs) I knew you were were gonna. But actually, I've had I've had five husbands and seven marriages. I uh, Kelly, I had uh, my first husband. There was a there were things that well, he grew and developed and uh, got out from under his mama's skirts, and <laughs> uh, we were able to make it uh, the second go around. Except what happened was he started doing the jealousy thing again oh, after no. about four years. And then that's what, and the second one that I married twice, uh, I raised his son from the time he was five until he was eight. Mm-hmm. And so he, um, he, he told me that, uh, if I married him, again that I could go to Texas with him when it got time to see his son because his son was back with the mother because he could he couldn't take care of himself much less a child but uh so anyhow um two days after we got married he told me that he lied to me that she did she didn't really say I could bring I could come with him uh, she mm. said I couldn't. I was supposed to stay away, and which you know I expected, but because I had been grieving for the child, I just, I just grabbed it and ran with it. I was just so happy I was going to get to see him again. Oh no! Which number? Which number was the one that thought sex with you was a duty? Not oh, that's an interesting character. That was the third man I married. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. It was a, apparently it was a duty and he didn't want to do it unless he absolutely had to. Yeah. I mean, that's if you're married, that, that's something you're supposed to do when you got married. And uh, I told him, I said, you never minded it before we got married. And well, that was different. But, but when you get married, you're supposed to do it. And, there, and I don't see any reason for that. That's okay. I've never heard of a guy who does that. Now I've heard of women doing that. Usually a woman who feels that she has to have sex with a man, you know, that's her, that's the first clue that she just might be a lesbian. (laughs) That was, that's kind of my story, but anyway. (laughs) Well, maybe I'm a lesbian then. I don't think so, but maybe I, because 
I want me a man. <laughs> no, then you're not a lesbian, darling. <laughs> you might be bisexual if you have feelings towards women too, but if you enjoy sex with men, then no, you're not a gay. You're not a lesbian. Huh? Actually, mostly it's just me. And I tried, I tried doing it with a woman once. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. As, awesome. But, but afterward, I just didn't feel. Uh, I just felt like that wasn't for me. That's okay. That, you and know. and I was drunk when I did it. So, <laughs> yeah, drunk sex doesn't really make you a lesbian. It means you're just exploring and yeah. experimenting, and that's totally okay. I mean, if it's for you, it is, and if it isn't, it isn't. You know. Correct but, me if I'm wrong, but I think drunkenness and bi curious go together a lot. I I guess so. I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I think when I, I think the first time I had sex with my husband, I was a little drunk and that's probably um, <laughs> why it went as well as it did go. Because honestly, I think one of the first clues that I might be lesbian and not bi, but I just took forever to figure it out was that I enjoyed the sex with him when it was just making out. But when it, when he introduced his, uh, his little toy, um, and I realized I really he's didn't YouTuber. Like that. <laughs> yeah, he's YouTuber. <laughs> I didn't really enjoy that. I'm like, you can't, you know, you don't, and you know, you don't say this because you're married, and you you just don't say this. But the thought I had was, yeah, can't we just go back to like making out? Well, he knew it because he would tell me a couple of times that he had the feeling I never, if we never had sex again, I wouldn't care. And I never admitted to it until we were well on our way to the divorce. And finally, I said, yeah, you were right. I didn't necessarily care if we had never had sex again. I would have, I would have missed making out with you, but I would, I could live a happy long life without ever touching or knowing about your schlong ever again. <laughs> I'm just, if you want, since you asked, I'm telling you the truth. Or now. even feeling it between yeah. your legs. Yeah. Oh God, uh, no. Feel, feeling it. Period. Would you just pack it away someplace, please? You know, well, put yeah, on a I don't, uh, I don't enjoy intercourse as much as I enjoy the other stuff. Yeah, and and I, that's yeah exactly. See, and I, that's why for a long time I didn't realize I was a lesbian, but I think it was a clue because I also liked women too. But I do know a lot of straight women who are like, yeah, intercourse is overrated, and I get it, you know, unless a guy knows what he's doing with it, and not a lot of them do. In my experience, no, I've <laughs> had very few that did. Yeah, well, they're just, you know, if you're with a woman and she's wearing a toy and she's doing that to you. Um, because you know she doesn't have nerve endings in her dildo, so her 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 focus is on pleasing you. Right. If you like that kind of thing, now I don't. But if I did, um, you know, I don't enjoy you know I don't enjoy penetration. But if I did, um, I would you know being with a woman, you know she would know how to hit your G spot, where, what to you know what what speed or what how 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 you want it done, I guess. Um, that is so sexist, young lady. It is what it is. Most you guys, think just, men, men well, no. My experience with men, I, I did say this has been my experience with men, is that they okay. did not. And most, and let's be real for a minute. When a man is is having intercourse with a woman, um, in general, now you know you can correct me if I'm wrong, but in general because he has nerve endings and right and at that point in time he is really trying to get off he may depending on the man maybe he may not be able to focus on pleasing her because right now he just wants to get off and uh -huh. a lot of let's be real if if a lot of men weren't like that then a lot more women might enjoy intercourse with them but 
you know, and I'm not saying all men are like that or you, Victor, are like that. I'm just saying that in the experiences no, no, I that I that. have had, yeah, that's how guys are. They generally, you know, they're focused on pleasuring you when you're um, when they're giving you oral, but when it's time to get theirs, they're all about getting theirs, right? Yeah. I think I think that's most of humanity. I mean, the uh -huh. fact is they they focus on their own pleasure uh, instead of. Exp uh, focusing on giving someone else pleasure so they can enjoy it. Oh, see, but it thrills me to give somebody pleasure. I just, that's that's what it's about for me. I mean, I, li mm -hmm. I like getting my own pleasure, but it gets it really gets me off to give my see, man, I, whoever I, he is at the time. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it's the same way. Um, um, when I, you know, when, when I was with, uh, when I did have a husband, I did, I did genuinely care about his pleasure. Um, but I will be honest, um, having been with my wife and, you know, just being with a woman in general, um, I enjoy giving a woman pleasure immensely more. Um, I just, I like the taste of a woman. I like mm -hmm. the smell of a woman. Um, um, I was lucky because my ex-husband was very hygienic. I'm, hygiene is a turn on for me, um, no matter who I'm with. But when uh, I was, yeah, when I yeah, um, I, I I was I had a long distance relationship with an Australian woman who took umbrage at that, and I told her, well, then I guess we're not having sex because I'm sorry, I, you're not going near my pussy if I haven't just washed it, and I'm not touching yours either, let alone eating it. <laughs> um, and she said, so you think women's bodies are dirty? And I said, no, I think everybody's bodies are dirty. We all sweat. We all pee. We all yeah, pee. Yeah, you go pee and, we, and you poop and you. <laughs> and we need to wash that. We need to wash that, you know. Um, I mean, we, I have, I do have to admit, I'm not sure if you know this, but most Filipino use what's called a tabo. A what? I've never heard of that. A tabo? No. What is it's that? essentially uh, taboo missing a no. Okay, what is it? And basically, it's a container that they keep with them uh, next to the toilet. And when they do anything on the toilet, they do not, they barely use toilet paper. They use water. Okay, awesome. To clean themselves. And there are some days, I have to admit, there are some days when I wish she smelled a little. <laughs> because I'd like and and believe me that's it's a more psychiatric thing than it is a sexual thing but um yeah okay. sometimes we know you're crazy I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly crazy just mental I think you're crazy. Oh my god. I think you're crazy. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's I'm okay. I'm crazy for crying and crazy for trying. <laughs> and I'm crazy for loving. Oh there we go. <laughs> <laughs> not, so, the, not the best rendition of Patsy Klein, but no, of it course. Isn't. No, it isn't. Shut no, up. It isn't. Patsy I'm not going to shut up. I, I hate. <laughs> if you didn't want to get criticized, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> no, if I should. I should have just not ever met you and ran the other way. <laughs> yeah, Y'all are yeah, nuts. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Monica, send me a friend request on uh, on Facebook. By the way, if we aren't already buddies, I would love to be friends. With I'll you. forward her link to you, Monica. 
Yeah. But uh, okay. anyway, we should get back to our topic. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we, well, we thought we were. <laughs> I think we're supposed to be talking about religion, though, aren't we? Well, Sorry. belief systems. Well, yes. we were talking about, well, we were Having, said, we were having said that, I am going to tell you guys one thing. The poly conversation is not over. Yay. Because <laughs> Kelly and I are arranging a sort of poly panel. Um, to have a discussion about polyamory. Hopefully. Hopefully. Now, I, I did send you, I sent a message out. If you haven't heard from anybody on that thing, I'm not too surprised, sadly, but um, I can message another group or two I'm in. Does the person have to be blind? I may know some polyamorous people. No. Okay. No. We're talking blind about people polyamory. Respond. Yeah. Well, but you like the blind perspective. So I'm going to try and get yeah. that. But if I can't. I mean, it would I'm be nice. But again, we're talking about a. a quote-unquote lifestyle yeah it is a lifestyle and, it's okay yeah and and whether we're they're blind or not makes no never mind because at the end of the day uh we're talking about the lifestyle and not the fact that these people are blind and doing the lifestyle well but we the reason but, we say from a blind perspective is because there's people who've told us that you know, they, they don't have anybody that they can talk to about sex. Yes, and but at the same so, time, it's our blind perspective. That's well, true. Yeah, it's not. I don't. But you, you know what? Know. There's so few blind people. You know, let's be real for a minute, if it's okay for me to be this blunt. Um, yeah. This is one Take of the it. things that I do not like about our community is that the, you know, the, the evangelical um, agenda, so to speak, um, is alive and well in our community because we don't, you know, um, there's a lot of evangelical people in our community. There's a lot of anti-gay people in our community. Um, you know, I would like to see some of the other religious faiths that are more progressive reach out to the blind community more. Um, and the problem with that is most more progressive faiths don't believe in proselytizing and shoving stuff down our throats, the, which leaves, unfortunately, a lot of room for the evangelists to do that. So i you know, sometimes amongst my blind people, I feel like I can't be my full self because of the fact that I'm a lesbian and polyamorous. But in the lesbian and polyamory communities, among the sighted people, I don't feel like I can be my full self as a blind woman. And, and you so, know, you know what? We are very, uh, I mean, humanity is judgmental. As yeah, a whole. it is. It's sad. I mean, it's very rare to find someone who is completely open and non-judgmental. Well, you can be yourself with me. I, I... That's awesome. That's cool. That's and wonderful. I, and and I haven't judged old Tarhead over here. <laughs> Tarhead. Well, I didn't think you were, you were. Wait, it's hard. I think if y'all are collaborating, you might, you know, you would be more open than because. When this show is over, I'm going to tar and feather you. Uh -oh. I'll have you know it's been 15 years since I smoked. What's oh. that got to do with tarring and feathering? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you and your kinky desires. <sighs> All right, y'all. <laughs> In any case. So, I mean, let's get into the Wiccan religion. The fact yeah. is... That's what you are. You are a witch. I'm a witch. Let me also make a point that witchcraft, you can be a Wiccan or yet not be a witch. Or you can be a witch but not be Wiccan. Let me explain it. 
Um, Wicca, yeah. is, Wicca is a philosophy. Um, and um, originally, I believe, if, I'm, if I understand my history correctly, um, Alex, no, um, what's his name? Gerald Gardner started Wicca. Um, and it's basically a form of kind of neo-paganism um, in which traditional Wicca, they worship the goddess, but they also um, worship a god. Um, and so he started this faith. I believe he was um, cohorts with uh, Alistair Crowley, who started the Thelema uh, religion or faith. And that, I don't know a lot about it, but it, it never, it doesn't spoke to me. I'm sorry, uh, didn't Alistair Crowley get the Church of Satan? Uh, well, I'm not actually sure if he did. I believe there's there's a Church of Satan that was started by Anton LaVey, and for him... Right, you're right, Satan, you're right. Yeah, but right, but, but yeah. what Alistair Crowley oh, did was gross. the Black... Yeah, but he did, but Alistair Crowley did the Black Mass. Um, his thing was to turn Christianity over on its head. Um, I don't, I don't resonate with Satanism or Satanists, and I finally, frankly, I just find the idea kind of silly because, okay, I guess I'm judging here, sorry, but in my opinion, <laughs> if, you know, in my opinion, Satanism to me is nothing more than upside down Christianity. I don't worship, it is. The, you know, I don't worship the devil. I'm not interested in the devil. I'm not interested in dark arts. Um, when I was a Christian, I was taught about the devil and I guess I, and I believed in the devil. I, I guess these days I would say, I would say that the devil is, he's out there and, or it's out there. The devil would be, to me, I would define the devil as darker forces, um, maybe darker energies that don't have the best and highest good of mankind, humankind, or anybody else in their minds. They're just out for themselves. Um, but as a Wiccan, Wiccans do not worship the devil. They don't believe in the devil. And I only speak of it because of the fact that I used to be a Christian. I was raised Lutheran. Um, can you guys hear me okay? I heard a popping. No, that yeah. was me. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so um, I don't have much, I don't resonate with Satanism. But in all, you know, to put aside judgment, if there are any Satanists in your group, you know, give them a chance to say what, you know, they, they have the right to speak their side of things and what they believe in. I just prefer, personally don't resonate with it. Um, I don't really feel comfortable with it. <laughs> well, the the problem is there's a lot of NIMBYs out there. Mm -hmm. um, and and NIMBYs? I mean, we've been attacked by lots of those. NIMBYs? What's that? Oh, sorry. Not in my backyard. Oh. Oh, is that what that is? I thought it was like Nimrod or dumbass. Oh, no. No, no. Uh, yeah, it's not in yeah. my backyard. Well, you left off uh, the why. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, a lot of people say, you know, I don't care what you do, just don't bring it here, you know? Yeah. I, I, I will admit, as a, you know, as a Wiccan who used to be a Christian, mm -hmm. um, you know, when you join it, when you become a part of the pagan community, um, you realize that, that, you know, paganism is a lot more open. And so there's a lot more acceptance for, for faiths outside mm -hmm. of one's own. You know, there's Wicca and uh, paganism in general don't yet, don't have doctrines and dogmas in quite the strict sense that a fundamentalist Christian or Orthodox Jewish person or Muslim might have. But um, there are certain beliefs that are understood, like in Wicca, the, the basic creed of Wicca is, and it harm none, do as you will. In other words, mm -hmm. you can do magic, but you do not manipulate other people. 
Um, well, tell me about the magic that you do. I mean, yeah. well, <laughs> magic. So I guess, well, and again, this is, this goes back to what I was saying that not all weekends are witches. I am both, I'm a witch. And I, I guess you would, con you, I would classify as Wiccan because I, I do believe in positive magic. Um, sometimes we I say, oh, go ahead. Well, you little witch. <laughs> I'm a witch. Yes, I am a witch. I, I'm just teasing you. I'm a good witch. I'm a, I'm a good witch. <laughs> um, like, I think, <laughs> at least you didn't call me you little bitch. That's cool, though. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't call you that. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing you back. Oh, oh okay. Um, it's, good. Um, it's <laughs> So for me, I call myself a pagan more than a Wiccan because I have some of the beliefs I have don't are not necessarily part of Wicca, but it's kind of on the, along the lines of, again, I only do positive magic. Um, I don't believe in, um, if you are a Wiccan and you do magic and you're a witch, you do not curse other people. You do not hex other people. Um, because if you do, it will come back to you threefold. Any energy that you put out into the universe comes back to you threefold. Um, Victor, I have to quit hexing you then. <laughs> Unless you, yeah, but then again, if if you want to be able to hex Victor and get a, and not have to deal with repercussions, then you might choose a different pagan path rather than Wicca. Maybe you'll choose, I don't know who, uh, I don't know. There is, I think there are forms of voodoo where hexing is allowed, um, and there's other forms where it isn't. Um, voodoo, although voodoo is African American, so if you're white, you're probably not encouraged to do that because it would be considered a bit of a no-no in today's actually I thought, I thought voodoo came from the uh, the islands the caribbean islands. it does um yeah. it, there's well there's haitian voodoo there's new orleans voodoo um because um it, voodoo is a practice of african religions within the um african-american communities that were oppressed what they they weren't allowed to worship their gods or play their drums and so what they did was they gave their gods saint names from the catholic faith um yes and they um you know so voodoo is basically just an ad an american adaptation or sometimes uh, like it, when i say american i don't just mean north america or the united states i mean the continents america yeah yeah, um, yeah. North it's and an south america. north and south yeah. america it's an adaptation of african religions into the catholic faith and you might, you know, voodoo, santeria, um, candomblé. There's a few that I don't know, but they're um, they, they they come from different um, Af African traditions, like Yoruba in Nigeria and other African faiths that had to kind of go underground because when they were brought here as slaves and they weren't allowed to practice their faith freely or or even play their drums and tell their stories, they had to find a way to to do it underground. You know, mm -hmm. right. So, um, and and so, um, but now my the Wicca that I practice um, is called Dianic Wicca, and Dianic Wicca was started by I believe there's there's different branches of it, but the main one um, is for, the the big one is from Z Susanna Budapest or Z Budapest. Um, she came from Hungary. She called herself a hereditary witch, meaning that it was passed through her family, and she was a feminist. And so as a feminist witch, um, basically you don't worship the god, the god. You don't, you don't even acknowledge gods. You, you worship the goddess. And um, we call her the goddess because, it, you know, all the different 
basically the weekly she of 10,000 names is what we call her. And in, in our faith, um, she is, you know, whether she, uh, you could, whether it's Hecate or Persephone or Inanna, the belief is that all of the, there are all of these individual goddesses and yet they're also part of one whole. And it's mm -hmm. just, oh, it's different manifestations of the great mother, the goddess, the great goddess. Right. Now, where I differ with Dionic witches is that traditional Dianic witches who come from the Zipudapest um, uh, form of Dianic witchcraft is they are not, they don't acknowledge women who are transgender as women. And I don't agree with that. I find that very um, uninclusive. Um, and so I, I call myself a feminist witch rather than Dianic most of the time because um, I don't agree with their stance against transgender women. Um, but I, I agree with a lot of their other philosophies, such as, you know, that, you know, the goddess was whole and complete unto herself. And we tell stories about her um, based on who she is rather than who her father was or who her husband was or who her brothers were. You know, we, you know, um, we come from a tradition where women were once seen as magical and their ability to bleed and not die was considered magical when they had their period the fact that life oh, could come yeah. out of, yeah they I think could I read that somewhere yes and they gave birth they could give birth to you know human beings and breastfeed a baby so they could not only create but they could they could carry life they could create life they could sustain life with and their nurture. milk and so there, yeah, so the goddess uh, religion is very much based on that. There's a belief in the Dianic faith where um, before recorded history, um, all society was matriarchal. Um, there was a great goddess worshipped. And then, um, and they've done some. Mother, there, yeah. Yes. And they've done, they, there are some, there's some archaeological evidence out there that seems to support this belief. Um, there's archaeologists who will disagree with it very vehemently. And we consider that that's because they're patriarchal and they're threatened by the idea that women ever could rule without the without men's help or men ruling so our belief is that um that um there once was a time where it was every the women were you know in charge and the goddess was worshipped and um i think the archaeological evidence we use as proof says that um it, it there's some it should there is proof of it and then that at some particular time in history, the Indo-Europeans came along with their sky gods and their warrior gods. And then they basically took over the, you know, they be, they were, they're basically the precursor to the modern patriarchy that we live in now. Um, and so it's, you know, they, they came along and pretty much started oppressing women left and right. And this is where all the, uh, many of the patriarchal religions come from in which the goddess was basically repressed killed uh gotten rid of um and then along came the religions in which only male gods were worshipped you know um mm. the abrahamic faiths and things like that so um i really resonate with that hard <laughs> mm. but um you know but again i call myself a feminist witch because there are feminists who do support transgender women and i'm one of them and so i don't think that you know i think because the last few years of my life in christian faith was in a more progressive wing of Christianity where God was called, you know, mother God, us, father God, mother God, father God, both. And God was seen to be inclusive. So to me, believing that the goddess wouldn't allow a woman to come into her circle because she has, she was 
you know, assigned male at birth and has a penis. Makes her, it sounds very exclusive to me and unwelcoming to me. That's, and yeah. I, I feel like I'd be going backwards in my evolution spiritually if I supported that. Um, now that's me speaking for myself. If you talk to some traditional Dianic witches, they're perfectly okay with that. And, you know, and that's fine. But I'm, you know, from my perspective, I feel that the goddess, I feel that we're all her children. Um, I do prefer to practice with only women, but I do include transgender women in the only women practice that I do, even mm -hmm. though a lot of circles I belong to don't. Um, but I, and I will also, I'm not necessarily against doing a ritual with a guy if, if, you know, if, if I resonate with him or if he desires to, I wouldn't bring him into a dianic circle out of respect for their wishes, but I might practice with him individually because he's also a child of the goddess. We mm -hmm. all are. You know, well, when, when I worked at Goodwill in, in uh, 2011, I met my first transgender woman. Oh, wow. And, um, I didn't know for the longest that she was a woman. I kept calling her sir. Oh, <laughs> and, and yeah. so finally one day she told me she was a woman and, uh, or somebody told me she was a woman. And I said, well, I apologize. I didn't have any way of knowing. And cause he sounded, he still had his man voice. Yeah. It, He's, yeah. He said it, he had a lot more surgery to go through and I said, Lordy, how do you afford it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a whole other subject right there. Um, one of the things I was, I, I remember back, I forget when it was, I think I was pen pals with a transgender woman for a minute, but um, she, she and I wrote each other very long letters, but sometimes I suck at keeping in touch with pen pals. And that's kind of what happened there. Um, but when I first moved to Texas from California, um, I met him, I met a man who he said he was a transgender man. I would, if he hadn't told me, I would have assumed he was a man period anyway, because he had a lower voice and he'd, yeah, you know, but he, but he explained it to me. And so I got to meet some transgender people and, um, some of the, one of the things you know, I learned a few, some very valuable things. Um, I remember I had a crush on one woman who was transgender that, um, I knew, I only knew she was transgender because when I first met her, I was at a seminar about, you know, transgender etiquette, how to talk to transgender people, you know, how to respect their pronouns, different things. And she came out, she was out and openly transgender. And she said she was, she had had all the surgeries. Now, had she not said any of that, I would just have assumed she was a, a cisgender woman, as we call it. In other words, like you and I, right? Right. You know? yeah. So, um, but there, you know, some transgender women um, choose either choose not to have surgeries because they don't, you know, for any number of reasons, it could be they can't, it could be they don't want to, it could be anything, or they could, maybe they can't afford to. And then there are some transgender women who do have surgeries if they're able to afford it or if they want it. Um, but I think, I think the main thing is that each woman is her own woman. And um, I, I have a friend who is a transgender woman who, when I first met her, she was using a higher voice. And, um, but her natural voice is, is probably lower than Victor's. Um, and so she told me at one point that she was using more of her natural voice because it put a lot of strain on her throat to talk high. And, I'd imagine so, yeah. 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 And, and so I asked her, so, you know, I said, I've a couple of my blind friends have didn't know that you were, you know, I've, I talked about you and my friend Caitlin, but they didn't realize that you were her and they called you sir. Cause they didn't, they thought you were like, you know, and she said, yeah, but you know, just tell them to, to tell them that, 
it, you know, if I sound like a guy, how many women who are cisgender have spent their whole lives smoking cigarettes, you know, pack a day or more, and they end up sounding like like men. And I thought that was, I was like, oh, that's fascinating. You know. Yeah, I've have... heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Well, mo most of the women, I know this, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I, most of the women that I've known who smoked, their voices don't change like to men's voices, but they do get deeper and they mm -hmm. get uh, scratchy. They do. Like, yeah. And, uh, but I have, yeah, I have heard a few women, not all, but a few women I have heard who were smokers that if I did not know better, I would have thought they were a guy, you know? So oh, yeah, I, I know I kind of under, you know, I, I understand what she's, what she's talking about. So um, the thing about the transgender label is that there are, it's a huge umbrella. Some women, you know, some people who are transgender choose not to have surgeries or can't have surgeries um, or don't feel like they should have to have one in order to prove that they are the gender they say they are, or, you know, they might or might not have hormones. And, um, and I understand that I, um, when I, you know, when my friend who I was telling you about the man who, who was a transgender man, when he mm -hmm. lived in, in this, you know, here in Texas, we went to a lot of events together. Um, and so I, some of the trans women I met were very much, um, for them, for them, they felt it was important to have surgeries and take hormones and, and, and modulate their voices because they wanted to be seen as women. They wanted to be accepted as women and they did what they felt they needed to do to cause, to make it happen. So it's like the lesbian and gay community. You have people with different views depending on the generation sure. that they came up in. Um, you know, um, so it's just a fascinating thing altogether. It's, you know, it's a very fascinating thing. I think the reason that I became more empathetic towards the trans community as a Dianic witch was because of my friend that had a more um, masculine sounding voice, but choose not to spoke, not chose not to speak as a female voice, the higher voice that strained her, except now and then, because she was very spiritual herself. She was Christian, but very progressive. Yeah. Um, and I got, I learned a lot from her as a, as a friend and as a, as a woman. And I think that informed my decision that I did not support the traditional Dianic stance against women who are transgender. But I have a question and I, and I, I don't, I don't mean it to sound insulting sure. or ugly. Sure. But if, if a person who is trying to become a transgender woman and she doesn't have the surgeries, uh, how's she going to have sex or? Well, I think, um, if that's I mean, a good question. Well, that, that's a good question. And I, I have never been with a transgender woman and I'm not a transgender woman. So I can only speak from what I understand um, from talking to women who are trans. Um, for transgender women who don't have surgeries, um, for the belief basically is that your gender isn't based on what you have between your legs. It is based on what your brain tells you that you are. So, um, well, of course. But so um, how she has sex would depend on her. Each woman is different. Some transgender women, um, some transgender women will take hormones and they, from my understanding, their penises will shrink. They will have smaller and they do not necessarily want you to 
have sex with them in the way that a man does or a cisgendered man does. She may not necessarily, you know, she may not be able to penetrate you. She may not want to, um, but and she may not want to be touched, but she will want to be cuddled and held and kissed and, uh, you know, touch other parts of her body. She may want to go down on you and, you know, give you pleasure in through touch and kissing and things but like that. But you might not be able to go down on her. Depends on the woman. Sometimes you may be. It depends on the woman. If she does not, some women have a lot of gender dysphoria, which means that they're not happy with the, with what their body looks like, you know, in comparison to their gender that they are in their head. So if they have a lot of gender dysphoria around having a penis, they may not let you touch it or go down on it. But if they, if they're at peace with, well, you know, I'm a woman, but I have a penis that's, I was born with a penis. I just, you know, in my brain, I'm a woman. She may let you go down on her. Um, whether whether she has an orgasm is going to be based on if she you know if she's taking hormones she probably is not producing sperm but she may have a little bit of a yeah gotcha. uh, she may ejaculate a little I don't know I I dated a transgender woman once when when Rachel and I first opened up our relationship and we didn't get as we didn't we never got to sex because she had told me you know I do still have a penis it does still work and I do still enjoy penetrating with it. And I said, okay, um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, thank you, because if a woman who is cisgender came and said, yeah, I wear a dildo and I want to use it every time, then again, I'm not compatible with her or with yeah. you because I don't like to be penetrated. So I friend zoned her basically. But um, had she said to me, yeah, I've been on hormones for a while, my penis d- does not n- not function the way a cisgender man's penis does, maybe we would have had an it might have gone differently. Now I have to admit that. Um, there's sometimes I, I don't understand some trans mentality. For example, um, a man wants to become a woman, but he wants to stay with women. Well, that's my understanding of that is that Okay, you're what you're confusing two things. Mm-hmm. Um, for okay, if you are if you were born with a penis and balls and you were assigned male at birth, and this is this is you know, but you but in your brain you have always felt female, mm-hmm. and you know that that's a different you know that is one subject that is about your gender, but your sexuality is a different thing. You may have you may you may know deep in your heart that you're a woman even though you've gotten what we you know the the penis and the balls and you don't have boobs um but you still love women it just because you're a transgender woman is not going to auto- automatically make you interested in men it it can mm-hmm. some transgender women are you know are heterosexual they want a you know they want a man mm-hmm. um others other trans you know the one i dated who you know um i i believe she was either bisexual or a lesbian i think she was more of a lesbian because she she was attracted to women. So what your gender is is a separate issue from whom you're attracted to. Those are two separate things. I went to a I I um, had a bisexual encounter one time with a man, and uh, it, it was kind of interesting. I, uh, I I had been to a bar with uh, some friends, and we all got a little drunk. Not <laughs> just not like I said, 
drunk and vicarious go together. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, but my friend uh, who I was staying with, she says, now, hey, I can see you like Alan, but he ain't going to have sex with you. Mm. I said, okay. And she says, because he just, he's bisexual, but he just don't do it that often. I said, okay. Mm. I won't force him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got to lay in there and we got to talking and then we got to feeling and we got to, well, you know, and uh, it happened. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How, how was that a bisexual experience? Because he was bisexual. So he himself liked men and women both. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. It's, uh, I was okay, just but that was that was a heterosexual experience. But he was bisexual. He was bisexual. So for him, oh. it for him it was it, it would have not it, you know for him it was um you know it was an opposite sex relationship. But he is not heterosexual. He's sometimes bisexual. he would have sex with women, and sometimes he'd have sex with men. You just happen to be the woman. You just happen to be the woman, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so did yeah. You see, did you hear how she said that with a dreamy? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. She, yeah. It's, well, and I think um, the other thing is when you talk about a transgender woman, um, as it, it's it's very tempting. Those of us who were born, those of us were, you like okay. All I, it's safe to say I think all we're all cisgender. Is that right? Like Victor, yeah. you were you were assigned male at birth, Victor, and you're happy being a guy, right? I think so. That makes you cisgender. Um, the same with um, with you, Monica, and me. We're both happy being a girl, so yeah. we agree with you know the agenda we were assigned at birth. We agree with that. We are compatible with that. So that makes us cisgender. Victor, you said I think so. So as a side note, you could uh, because I said that because sometimes I do wonder what the pleasure would feel like as a if you were a woman. So well, I could, I've wondered that too about being, you know, about a man. What would it feel like if I was a man? And you know, I, we all so. wonder that to some degree. I think what happens if you decide you that you don't just wonder that, um, you might decide you're non-binary, meaning, well, I'm I was I have whatever sex, whatever my out outward sexual characteristics are, I do have identification with me a little bit of male a little bit of female or maybe both and neither or that you could be non-binary or if you decided well actually you know i as victor if you decided one day you know i've always felt female deep down then you might be transgender so um i when i so it, it, it's a lesson never assume someone is cisgender unless they tell you so because they very well be they may be leading the life of the gender they were assigned at birth, but maybe they are exploring within themselves. Am I actually either, am I actually the, a different gender? Am I, you know, and there's the non-binary also means that the word binary assumes that you only have two genders, male and female. And that's because we don't, uh, you know, th that's because you, you know, generally speaking, we have penises and, or, and balls, or we have a vagina and ovaries and uterus. Um, it doesn't take into account that you have intersex people who have both or who have hermaphrodites. Yeah. No, we don't. Now hermaphrodite is a no, no. You, we, we don't say hermaphrodite anymore. We say intersex. Hermaphrodite is like the N word. <laughs> for oh, yes. Yes. We don't say. 
Um, I, um, I, I didn't know that that was a no-no word. I had no idea either. No. Yeah, it's well, and that's just it. If you're not part of the, if you're not in the gay community or the LGBTQ community at large, you may not know that. And so you might have missed a few letters there. Well, let's see, LGBTQIA plus, and that's that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you translate. I think that's that. the term now, isn't okay. it? L okay, LGBTQIA plus. That means lesbian. Gay, gay bisexual. bisexual, transgender. Q can either be queer or questioning because some of us use the word queer as our identity. We kind of take it back from the people who used it as a racial, like as a slur. Mm -hmm. um, I means intersex and A means asexual. It means people who don't are enjoy not, sex. Who don't enjoy anyone. sex. No, they can. They yeah. may enjoy relationships. They may be romantic or non-romantic. They can, you know, but they don't enjoy sexual intercourse of any kind. Mm hmm. Um, and plus means anybody else we may have missed that we don't hear. <laughs> well, no, I learned, I learned about the asexuality from, uh, reading up on Paula Panstone. Okay. I don't know if you know who she is. I think so. <clears throat> Did she write Stone Butch Blues? I might be thinking of somebody different. She wrote the, the little Paula, their children's books, Paula Poundstone. Oh, oh, okay. No, no she, she's a comedian. Actually. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I thought, okay. Sorry yeah, no, she's a comedian. She was big in the um, 80s and 90s. Hi, baby. Cool. But okay. I've I've learned Hi. that she was asexual um, with her partners. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. I, I um, I a year I was dating a woman who was. Pan, um, asexual about last fallish. We didn't end up working out, but um, she, you know, she didn't enjoy sex, and uh, I wasn't sexually attracted to her. I was emotionally, but not sexually. So I thought it would work, and <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for some reasons, but but yes. <laughs> so now I think you... I uh, sorry. I just want to give this disclaimer because I'm sure every guy listening to this is wondering you don't actually go outside and run around in circles with other women naked <laughs> that actually depends um that actually does depend some 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 witches circles do actually do that yes um i have never done it myself yet um the circle that i practice with we've been i'm practicing sorry yet I said, did you say yet? Yes, she said yet. In other words, um, the, 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 I, the, the circle I practice with right now, um, we don't, we don't, we don't do star clad or sky clad as you, as you, as that's the you know, word for it. Mm -hmm. However, um, when, you know, we've been meeting online ever since COVID, but before that we met in person at, uh, at a particular uh, local rock and crystal shop and we did not do sky clad or star clad because we were in a um you know we were at a a local shop so you know you just you don't generally do that <laughs> in, yeah no i can, I can however, imagine yeah however um uh some circles who practice as covens or maybe practice if they practice privately at someone's home they you know they may choose to practice star clad or sky clad it, you know, and they will, um, they will practice in the nude. Um, there's a, a document 
called uh, Charge of the Goddess or Charge of the Star Goddess, um, which many Wiccans use as their, um, I don't, I won't say scripture because we're not dogmatic in that way, but we kind of use it as a reference. Mm-hmm. And Charge of the Sky Goddess or Charge of the, Charge of the Star Goddess or Charge of the Goddess is written by a woman named Dorian, Doreen Valiente. And um, even the Ooh, traditional. I like that name. Yes. And yeah, even the tra- traditional uh, Gardnerian Wiccans refer to her. Um, but but all a lot of Wiccans use this. And it basically she says, you know, you know, the, she, her the writing is channeled from the goddess. And she says, you know, she encourages people to meet once a month under the star, you know, under a full moon and to to be naked mm-hmm. and to dance, you know, to dance and to, you know, have your circle as, you know, as nude. And um, another one, in other words, become one with nature. Yeah, closer I would to say nature. closer to nature and to yes. And yes. Um, so like if I practice with men, I will not dance nude because that's just, you know, I'm a lesbian. I really don't want to walk around naked and around men. And so <laughs> that's my decision there. But um, but some people in covens will practice star clad, as it's called, or sky clad. And others do not. They will wear clothes. It depends on the particular coven or group, and it depends on the people. Now, is is a male member of a Wiccan religion a warlock, or is he just? He's a witch. Now, if you ask, uh, if you ask, a warlock is not. Um, I think that's kind of a misunderstanding. I think a warlock. Different people mean different things by it, but generally a male witch is not is still considered a witch. Now, in the Dianic tradition that I mostly practice with, only women are witches because mm. um, only, and that's more because Dianic witchcraft became it rose up from the, a feminist need to be separate from men. Yeah. It came from a feminist a feminist desire to define ourselves as women apart from men and also to inform the goddesses apart from male, the male gaze. So if you ask a Dianic witch, can a man be a witch? She would say no, uh, maybe a wizard or something else. But it, you know, technically speaking, it, you know, you can be a witch no matter what gender you are, but you probably wouldn't be in a traditional Dianic sect. If you were a man, you, right. there's a, there's a different branch of Dianic witchcraft having nothing to do with, um, Susanna Budapest, in which men can be witches, but the goddess is still the main focus. Um, and I don't know as much about those traditions. But I'm, I think wondering, it's called... I'm wondering if that Budapest religion would be called um, a gypsy. Oh, no, 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 no. Gypsy. Oh, that's a whole other word. Gypsy is a gypsy is a racial slur. I didn't even know this myself until a few years ago. Uh-huh. Um, I met a woman online. We were part of a um, fan group for Babylon Five, and um, we... <laughs> I knew that was going to come in here at one <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what happened was um, I met this woman because one of the actresses from Babylon Five had she had started having um, events in which she'd have people from the show come and speak, and then she kind of did a she kind of did a bait and switch. She got a bunch of us B Five fans involved with her group, and then suddenly. Instead of having speakers come on, she wanted to try out a coaching program that she was doing for free. And um, she started having fans come in. Oh, that sounds years. interesting. Well, I 
it was okay at first, but I found it actually a turn off after a while because oh, I, they were coming in and doing what? She, you, oh, she having fans coming in and different. And, te- you had a, like she had a Patreon, and if you paid so much money per, you got certain benefits, and then if you paid this much money per, you got more benefits. Oh, and it was mostly all about her coaching, and she started, you know, and it's like um i know plenty of manifestation coaches that i resonate with more than her i joined her thing to be get get involved with babylon 5 events and um when that wasn't happening anymore i left but the woman i met in the group who was a fellow fan she is from the she is romani which is um romani that's the word romani. Yes, you're right yeah and so she you know rom or Rom romani either word um, gypsy was a word that we European folks came up with to describe them. And it, I think it, it was a short for Egyptian because we used to think they were Egyptians, but they actually are not Egyptian. They're from no. parts of India and East Europe and India. Then they, and they migrated through Europe. But gypsy became a word that was synonymous with negative things like, oh, they gyp people off. They rip people off. They steal yes. from people. They, so yeah. you don't, you don't ever they were call grifters. Them, yeah. Yeah. Grifters. You don't, so you don't call them. Uh, they, the word gypsy is like the like the the n word again. Yeah. So when I when she just like heterosexual. Yeah. No, heterosexual what? isn't a, is not a bad word. It's not a bad word. It's just Wait, you said it's the n word. No, I said no. gypsy is n word. I'm sorry. I said gypsy is the n word. Yes, it's... but before when I said it, you said it was the n word. <laughs> No, she was talking about. No. I, I know what she's. I know what you're talking about, Victor. But she was talking about something else at that point. But I can't remember the, the, the exact thing. But it, it was just before we talked about the missing letters in LGBTQIA plus. Um, heterosexual. I can't believe not, I got all the letters. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> no, there's. I might have been talking about a different word that was. Um, oh, hermaphrodite. That's the. That was a that's like the n-word, hermaphrodite, not heterosexual. heterosexual. I'm sorry, you're right, you're right. You're right. I misspoke. Yeah. I yeah, misspoke. You, yeah. We don't, yeah. Um, like Al 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 Yankovic uses the word Aphrodite or hermaphrodite in one of his songs. And he says, I think these days when he performs it, he kind of switches it up because he didn't know at the time he wrote it that it was a no-no. Um nowadays, though, you know, it is. Um mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the the but anyway, back to Gypsy. Um, she explained to the actress, because the actress used the word Gypsy a lot, but she used it to mean like a wanderer, somebody who has a free spirit and likes to travel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she explained to her, she says, look, Gypsy, I'm Ro- I'm Romani. And for us, that's a very negative word. And again, just like in the black community, you have some black people who aren't who don't mind the word, the N word. But again, they use it amongst themselves. They don't let white people call, call them that. Yeah. yeah. And the same goes with Romani. Some people don't mind the word gypsy, but she did. And she explained it to the actress who apparently didn't give a damn and kept using it <coughs> and other words. And <laughs> so I'm glad I left that actress's little Patreon because I'm like, well, that's not cool. So like if I'm listening to the Stevie Nicks song, which you can guess, you know, mm-hmm. um, I say tipsy because I just don't feel comfortable saying. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you can't you can't unlearn something once I once I learned that that was a negative word, you know. And you know what? That comes uh, one of the. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but we have the blind perspective on whose blind life is it anyway. Oh yeah. And and one of the shows that we did was was about whether we should change our past 
writings, our past uh, songs, simply because the words don't mean anything good now. I wouldn't say, I mean, I think, I don't think we should start censoring writing. <coughs> I don't think we should necessarily go back in our writing and change everything because it, no, it was written. You just can't do that. No, but, but that doesn't mean we have, to, that doesn't mean we should, con that we should continue speaking in those words in our modern speech. Um, nobody, no, I don't think anybody would say you should go, you should go crucify Stevie Nicks or Fleetwood Mac because of their song Gypsy. Um, well, great you song. just, I, just I, I, I bring that up because it. I bring that up because you just said Weird Al uses the term hermaphrodite. He used he it in a song called it. Albuquerque. Uh, I don't know if he changed it. He didn't go back and change the song. I'm saying when he performs it live, he, he either doesn't do that verse or maybe he just skips over that part. I don't think, you know, I don't, I'm not, you know, it's because he doesn't, there's nothing obligating him to go and rewrite the words. But he's just being politically, he's being sensitive and not no, no, and I just don't agree with that. I mean, it's it's his art. And well, I don't think he should change his art simply because society has become less. He's not tolerant. changing. It's not that he's changing his art because he didn't go. I, like I said, he didn't go back and rewrite the words. But because he doesn't want to alienate his LGBT fans. He tries to be sensitive. Like in the song One Week, he used the word she male. Have you heard his not? I've heard song, of that. Yes. It's called it's actually called Jerry Springer. And it's a parody of One Week by near Bare Naked Ladies. And mm -hmm. in the <coughs> he's like, it's been one week since we heard the tale about the, the man who found out his woman was a she male. Now, <laughs> it's funny as shit, but he and, and nobody but he and he is not necessarily going to go back and like, oh. We have to erase it all. We have to rewrite it all. But he also cares about his fans and he does not use the word because he can't, you know, because he, he just doesn't say it when he's singing it in concert today. So no, I, no, I get, I get what you're saying. Under, I'm just not sure. I, I'm just not sure. I agree with the fact that he modified the words when he was performing it. I don't think I think I mean I think if you he and I was have the right to agree or disagree because it's his concert he gets to you know it's kind of what he he gets to do what he wants no no I, I I understand it I mean the guy is gonna do what he's gonna do but the I feel that if you're not gonna uh, perform the song like you originally wrote it I don't want to hear it well and that's that's a you have that right. Um, I, on the other hand, as a lesbian who has female friends that are transgender, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I've been around enough transgender women, women and had friends who are transgender women over my life that I know the word female is considered a very hurtful word to them. It's not just that they're not just this, they didn't just wake up one day and said, oh, we think this is insulting. Fuck you. It, it to, to them it is a harmful, hurtful word. It is a word that causes. No, no, don't don't misunderstand me. I get that it's harmful to them. Right, but Weird Al, I respect that he he also knows that, and because he knows that, he chose not he cho chooses not to say the word. He's not, you know, and I think but, that's awesome. And I think I think it it changes his original vision of the song 
Not really, because everything else he talks about is still there. You know, yeah. He, I mean, just because we just because we didn't say the word shemale because we respect the transgender community now, that doesn't mean suddenly we're denying that Jerry Springer used to have people on his show who, you know, that they didn't use that as a trope. Oh, you know, we're going to have a talk show today about people who were married to, you know, who had sex with a transgender person and then found out at that moment that their transgender lover was, you know, he's not yeah. denying what he's not denying what the Jerry Springer show is about. He didn't change what his song was about. He just used, he just tried to be sensitive to a word that he knew was hurtful. It's still the same song and he still does it or he'll do parts of it. He'll do, um, the, there's another song called uh, Word Crimes where he makes fun of the song Blurred Lines. And he, um, what was the word in that? Oh, there's a, there's a line where he says, you know, I love, I love such and such that you do. It, it, and it's one of the things he, like, um, I love the way you misspell this or do that. And he goes, I was being sarcastic, um, unless you're a spastic. He found out that spastic in Australia and other, uh, I think, English-speaking communities that are not American, spastic is an insulting word for people who have seat cerebral palsy and things like that. Mm -hmm. So he just, he still does, he'll still do the song. He'll just not say the word spastic or he'll not, he'll do that song as part of a medley and he won't do that part of the verse. You I know, see what you're saying. You, right. You and I, would you and I appreciate it if he started calling blind people blinks or blindies? I bet we wouldn't. No, I, no, I wouldn't. Nope. Well, I, I have. I, I guess I, it would depend on the way he used it, right? If he just came out and started calling us blinks, that's one thing. But if he uh, put it in a song if we were that's supposed fun. to be a parody, I mean, hello, it's comedy. Okay, but but again, yes, it's comedy, but. What I respect about Al is that he doesn't, you know, there are people who say it's just comedy and use that as an excuse to use slurs and things. And I, if, if you don't like it, well, too bad, it's comedy. Al has more of a sensitivity and a nuance about him where he, you know, he didn't necessarily go back and rewrite the words, but maybe in concert he chose not to sing that verse because of the word or he just, he just. Substituted something. Yeah. yeah, because he cares about his you know, his fans and he doesn't want to lose some of his fan base because he discontinued using words that were, um, uh, no, I, I understand you know. how, how you feel. That's a whole, no, but that's a whole I get <laughs> Um, so no, no, yeah. I get, I get how you feel. And, and okay. I, you know, I've just been, for example, I would, I would hate to think, that we can't do this show simply because we're being explicit. I would hope not either. Yeah. You know, I would hope I not mean, either. I mean, you know, for, you know, obviously I don't think it would be a good idea to go back and rewrite all the Huck, Huckleberry Finn and uh, Tom Sawyer books because they were, a, they were of their time. And I don't, I've, yeah. I've never been a fan of erasing or revising history because mm -hmm. we we don't like the we don't like the icky parts of it. If we don't learn from it, we're going to repeat it. And that's I'll right. Because you books. sent yeah, <laughs> and she sent me the email telling me how you know it's amazing how society tries to forget about our past, especially when it comes to the mass killing of people. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, you know, you've got we've got some sickos out there who think the Holocaust didn't ever happen right 
okay, uh, I'm, you know, no, I'm, I have Jewish relatives, so I think I have a little something to say about that. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, here, exactly. here, every every few days, we there's somebody gets shot here. It's, yeah, but that's America. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a well. Yeah, it's a very sad state that America is in right now. Where, uh, where yeah. when you say here, do you mean in America or the state that you live in? Oh, uh, well, I mean, well, actually, it, it's 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 all it's America because yeah. you hear so much of that on the news. If somebody goes crazy and starts shooting in Walmart or yeah. you know some or a school or, but I mean, I'm just saying here in this city, which didn't she, used to be that way. Um, you it's just like every few days you hear somebody getting shot. Yeah, what city are you in? If it's okay to ask. Oh, I'm Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay, yeah. My my father in law lives in the L.A. area, and he tells me, me and Rachel sometimes talk about moving back to the to California because we both came from there and we miss it. And he's like, No, you don't want to move back here because it, here, you know, here in in the whole area, L.A. area there's always a shooting going on and people are being set, you know, the, the criminals are being let go because our administration, you know, he's very liberal, but he's like, our administration's too liberal. We're letting everybody go. And they just go back on the street and start robbing and killing and shooting again. And killing everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so, and he's very progressive, but you know, he's saying that unfortunately in terms of a law, maybe we need to be a little more conservative and be a little tougher on crime. And I kind of agree. <laughs> Even though I'm very progressive in most of my politics, but I, I think we need to be harder on crime. And and that's a there. whole other show. A whole other show. <laughs> but yes, back to so back. I, I'm sorry, I, we keep going everywhere else. What else did you want to know about Wicca or and and paganism, Wicca, Dianic witchcraft? Uh, I, I, I know there's. A lot. I think you've covered a lot of it, actually. Okay. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, I wanted to touch on how it 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 comes to relationships for example well um there are um because dianic witchcraft the kind that um that i'm referring to susanna budapest or z budapest um it was it was basically you know it is a very it's associated a lot with lesbian separatism so a lot of the women who are dianic witches in her tradition are also lesbians um, it doesn't mean we don't also have straight women who are, you know, or bisexual women who also practice. Um, but because of the, it comes from the tradition of radical feminism, um, it's very much uh, geared towards lesbians. Um, mm. And a lot of other witches are lesbians who are in that circle. Um, but you can be, you know, technically you know, you can be a woman who is heterosexual. It's just that you only worship the goddess and you only, um, you know, and you practice with women only or, you know, the circles you practice with perhaps are women only. Um, some Dianic witches like myself will practice with other genders, but when I'm in a Dianic circle, of course, I don't invite anyone who is not born, uh, born a woman because that's the rules. And whether I agree with some of that or not, I do respect it. Um, and then maybe there's other circles. Um, I don't practice in any co-ed circles with men and women both because, um, I just choose not to. Um, but I have male friends, like I might do, I might cast a spell with a friend of mine and his, and her, rather her, her husband or, 
you know, like if, I don't know, like if the two of you said, hey, do you want to do a ritual together? I'd say, sure, why not? You know, um, right. <laughs> so I'm not necessarily opposed to practicing witchcraft with men. Um, it's just that generally the circles that I practice with as far as circles are all women. All women um, yeah. So um, is but, it safe? Is it safe to say that? The majority of lesbians are Wiccan? No, because not that's not not all of us are. No, there are lesbians that are Christian. No, no, I'm not saying that everyone is, but a good portion of them. I, I honestly can't say yes to that either, though, because they're <clears throat> well, I, I I think because there are, you know, it, it, there's there's a lot there's a huge population of lesbians out there and some of, you know, some are feminist. And some are not. Some are radical mm -hmm. feminists and some might be more maybe liberal feminism or different branches of feminism that aren't necessarily dianic or radical. Um, there's, you know, you've got lesbians who are Christians, Jewish, atheists, all kinds of stuff. So I don't I don't I'm not very good at quoting statistics. Um, so I can't say that most of us are witches because most of us aren't. Um, are well, according according to this article I just found, it says uh wiccan wicca has become a safe haven for lesbians it has yeah and so but but i guess what i'm saying is that i guess you could kind of you could say that the majority of dianic witches are lesbians but not right. the majority of lesbians are not dianic witches um because amongst the lesbian community there are many wiccans who who are not dianic who don't practice with women only or who worship both god and goddess and mm -hmm. then you've got lesbians who are Christians. You've got lesbians that are atheists, that are Jewish. I mean, so it's, I guess I guess you could say that because Wicca has become a safe haven for lesbians, um, we feel you know many of us do. A lot of us feel comfortable in that. But no, it does. It doesn't mean all lesbians or even a majority of lesbians are Wicca are Wiccans because it's just it's just like any other group of people. We cut. We're so diverse. Right. I would just now you're not. I mean, uh, even then, you're not even considered a typical Wiccan because you actually believe in Jesus Christ. After a fashion, yes, but um, after I would say after fashion because I mean, if 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 somebody came who was either Catholic or Lutheran or even uh, traditional, and if they started, you know, quizzing me on what doctrines that I believe in from Christianity they would find out very fast that what I believe about Jesus isn't probably what they do. Um, right. I, I guess what, I guess for me, well, first of all, I'm not your typical Wiccan because many Dianic witches are very much a minority amongst other, uh, amongst other witches, whether pagan or Di or just regular Wicca. Right. Um, so, but also because um, I didn't necessarily leave behind my belief in Jesus. I work with him as an entity. Um, not, I don't necessarily invoke him when I'm with my fellow Dianic witches because I respect our, our, our desire to work only with the goddess. But in my private work, I will sometimes invoke Jesus because I had a relationship with him when I was a Christian. Mm -hmm. I just have, it's just that my beliefs about Jesus have evolved in such a way that they don't necessarily hold. Um, I don't necessarily feel like I have to believe what traditional Christians say about Jesus in order to work with him. Like, right. um, I think you that believe in his, in his ideology, I guess you could call it. She is deity. I believe, 
oh God, how do I explain this? I believe I that Jesus, you. I I believe, okay, I, I kind of see him the way, the more progressive Christians, what they say is that he is a way shower, that he, um, that he came to this earth to teach us that we didn't have limits, that we could heal, we could call it, we could create miracles, we could do positive and good things. You know, he came to teach us how to love man, you know, humankind, how to love one another, how to care for one another. Um, do I necessarily believe he's the son of God? Well, um, I don't, I believe that we are all sons and daughters of the goddess. That's how I right. answer that. I don't necessarily believe he's the only son of God. See, um, I, see, I do. I believe, I believe that way. And that's, but, and I used to as well, but I think over time I just realized, well, I don't necessarily, I think what he did was very special, but I don't think he's the only person who has done that. I believe other messengers have come before him. And since they, I think in the new age world, they would call it, a, they would say he's an ascended master and that other people like Buddha and, um, oh gosh, I don't know, Buddha, maybe Muhammad, I don't know. Other people have come with a very similar message as him. Mm -hmm. um, so what I guess I, I guess, I, I guess what I believe is that he's a darn special person, a very special person. Um, but I don't necessarily believe that he is going to smite me and send me to eternal damnation where I'll burn in a lake of fire because, because I'm you're a lesbian, <laughs> because I'm a lesbian or because I'm a witch, um, mm -hmm. or because I think of him in a slightly different way than I oh, used to. He told me he was going to get you for both of them. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> tell him, bring it. <laughs> tell him I bring it he, he didn't tell me when though. Well, t tell him I said that ain't fair. Cause you told me something else, man. <laughs> and, and you know what? I mean, let's be honest. Uh, the fact is a lot of us don't know whether God is a man or woman or both. I For think, all we know, mm -hmm. God could be transgendered. Well, that's true. Exactly. I've, I, 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 I think I believe I choose to believe that God is a woman because God, you know, created everything. Any story that you read about God, whether it's Jewish, Christian or whatever, says that God created everything. Uh -huh. And the reason I I resonate, I, I don't necessarily go around saying if you don't believe this, you're wrong. I'm just saying this is why I resonate with God being a woman, because who, it, you know, who is it that creates life in, you know, who the mothers are the ones who get pregnant the women are the ones who become pregnant or if they're not a mammal they sit on their eggs and then they when they birth a child they give they breastfeed it the the husband or man or whatever the male may fertilize the eggs and there may be species where the male has does participate more in the caring of the young but um because it is the female who carries that child um, and nurtures that child, it makes sense to me that God would be female. But that doesn't mean that, like, if you, Victor, believe that God is male, I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong because that's not my. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong for that either. I, right. I, I, you know, I thought of that and wondered about it. And I mean, I tend to, I was brought up that he was a man, but weren't we all, you know? It, that, that's kind of exactly. And my, the way I understand it, it is. Because it's because of patriarchy and it's because of the, you know, thousands and thousands of systematic oppression of women that the patriarchy has done that allows for, you know, religions to just assume that God is male where they're not open to even looking at the possibility that God could be female or both. 
or yes. a little bit of, and that not only, not only could God be female or both, but that there's way more genders than just male and female and well, that God could mm -hmm. be a single one of those. See, um, Oh, I lost it. Um, <laughs> it's, your fault. it's my stupid fault. Uh, you know, I was, oh, well, I lost it. I hate oh, that. I know. I hate, I know. Uh, I oh, but yeah, I was just thinking, um, you know, I, I, you, in churches, you women can't even be deacons or anything. It, it has to, it's all, it has to be all males. Anymore. Yes, it's and, and you know well, and that's just I said it. anymore. It's always been that way, but well, but the pro, but here's the thing: that's even even in churches, you have the more that's more of the cons oops, that's more of the conservative. Sorry about that. My chin bumped my phone. Um, you're talking about conservative churches, but there are a lot of uh, uh, yeah. There's progressive churches now. Um, the Lutheran church I was raised in is the more liberal branch. They're called Evangelical Lutheran Church of America, which is funny because usually you associate evangelical with conservative. But in the case of Lutherans, that's the more liberal branch. And um, that branch does allow women ministers, women deacons, women to serve. Um, now, Roman Catholics only allow men to be priests, but I have heard that there's offshoots that Rome does not recognize, but there are other Catholic faiths like American Catholics or I don't know what, I don't know the names of other branches, but Rome doesn't recognize them, but they do exist in which they do, uh, uh, they do actually allow women to be priests. Um, it's just not recognized by Rome, but you've got the Episcopal, same thing. Um, most, a lot of Episcopal churches now accept women as priests, allow LGBTQIA plus people to serve in ministerial roles. And, um, then you have a more conservative branch of them that are called Anglicans, where only men can be priests and women are basically subjugated as second-class citizens. And so, unfortunately, there are Bible verses that they use to justify this, but, um, mm. you know, and we all know about those, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Including the one that thou shalt put a witch to death. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Um, thou shalt... Suffer no, suffer no witch to live among the, um, a woman should submit to her husband as to Christ, you know, mm -hmm. woman should wear a head covering. Yeah, we could go on, uh, you know, we can go on all day about all the verses that are used. Um, now, something interesting we could talk, you could say for another conversation I met would, that is there are Christians who are gay and the way they justify it is that when you study the Old Testament scriptures where, um, the Jewish people were being told they couldn't have, you know, a man shall not lay with another man as with a woman. The Jewish race was trying to survive and you couldn't, you can't do that if you're not having babies. Uh -huh. Right. And then um, never said a word about women cannot lie with women. If, if it does find it for me in the Bible, but as far as I know, it does there, it's only about men shall not lie with men. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in, the yeah. new, in the new Testament, yeah, it's an abomination. Yep. It's an abomination. <laughs> And then in the New Testament, St. Paul talks about um, similar things. But the understanding that I have heard is that Paul was talking about the, uh, you know, a specific aspect of the Greek culture in which wealthy men would basically rape young boys and um, have, you know, relationships with these young boys mm -hmm. and um, until they became grown men. This was not about an adult relationship that was consenting between two adult men this was about a power dynamic in which yeah. a wealthy man 
you know, mm-hmm. could abuse a younger boy. Um, and it was sanctioned within that society. Um, and, you know, by today's standards, that would be considered statutory rape. But in there, you know, in that society, it wasn't. But that was what Paul was talking against. At least that's the theory amongst more progressive Christians who've kind of done some studies on the language of, you know, he- Hebrew and Greek and things like that. Now, if people if people want to learn more about the Wiccan religion and paganism, uh, where can they go? Oh, my God. I <laughs> I don't. Oh, Lord. Um, Suggested guess, reading, maybe. Jeez, I can't. I'm trying to think of a website. You know, honestly, I'd start with I'd start with Wikipedia because um I know Wikipedia is not necessarily, you know, there's arguments and debates about whether it's how scholarly it is or isn't, but. um, No, I believe full heartedly in Wikipedia. But I would maybe, yeah, that's one place I would start. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's some, there are books on Audible. If you want to do a search about Wicca, there are some books describing the different kinds of Wicca. Mm-hmm. There are some books, um, there's probably, if you use Kindle, there's a, there's a gazillion more, I'm sure. I haven't been using Kindle yet, but I may. Um, you could certainly go to Wikipedia to learn about the different kinds of Wicca or to learn about Wicca versus paganism. Um, like I said, Wicca, think about paganism as an umbrella term for, for all nature-based religions. And then Wicca is simply one of those religions, but there's many others, like, I, like we talked about voodoo. Or hoodoo, mm-hmm. which is hoodoo is like root work and herbal work, it, and you know hoodoo is not necessarily um, only for African American descent, although it overlaps with voodoo in some ways. But you can you can be it's kind of it's kind of un, hoodoo is sort of associated with people from the south who do root work and who do um, herbal work and stuff like that. It's like a southern version of maybe a druid or an herbal witch. Right. So. Um, so I think, I mean, you could you could basically go on Google and say, what are different kinds of, you know, different forms of paganism? And you could get all kinds of articles about different kinds of paganism, different beliefs. You've also got, which we haven't really talked about, but the Norse tradition of paganism in which you work with the, the Norse gods, more the Scandinavian deities like um, Odin, um, Thor. Thor. Mm-hmm. For, uh, what's the one? Freya. Freya. Yeah. Um, and... Um, there's also there's a form of uh, Norse religions called Asatru, and I think I don't I think Asatru is a branch within the Norse tradition. It's it's, um, but it's one of of a few. Um, there's um, gosh, there's just so many different kinds of of witchcraft out there. So how do you spell Wicca? Is it spelled like it sounds? W i k a or c a or it's W i c c a actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Wicca is a... I was getting English around for, to that one. <laughs> yeah. It's an old English word for wise one, I believe. Like a wise person, a wise woman or a wise... Um, I think in, in traditional Wicca, it could be a wise person. And then a wise woman is W-I-C-C-E. But most of us just say Wicca, W-I-C-C-A, to mean, you know, wise woman or wise right. person. Um, so, yeah, it's... A, it's um, um, Definitely. And then, um, and there's just so many traditions. You've got Gardnerian Wicca. That's kind of the, that's the Gerald Garner version that I mentioned. There's mm-hmm. Alexandrian Wiccan, which is, I can't remember as much about that one, but somebody named Alexander someone or 
started it. It's a little different from Gardnerian, but um, Alexander Scorby. <laughs> maybe I don't. Is that who it is? No, no, no. I was gonna say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, he's a narrator of most Bibles out there. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. Yeah, and, yeah. He probably wouldn't appreciate it. He did. That, but... He did a lot of talking book stuff too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember who, but it's an it's somebody named Ale It's either his first or last name is Alexander, and he created Alexandrian Wiccan, which is a different. I don't know that. I don't know what it is, but you know. Well, thank you very much. Thank um, you. No, she just yawned. I'm sorry, I couldn't <laughs> help it. It just came out loud. before I. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are we? Are we... <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping by. I want to thank <laughs> Kelly Heise for stopping by and telling us about paganism and wiccan religion and i would love to invite you back here and i do sure. invite you back here anytime you want all right well let me know when well um, i'm i'm co-host and that goes for me too i'd love to have you. you back i would love well to there you go i think you guys are both absolutely awesome and thank you for the <laughs> opportunity to come on here and speak about about my faith and hey everything. sugar we know we know we're awesome and now <laughs> we found that you are too so <laughs> well thank you and, and if i may say so if you have other audience members who practice wicca or any form of you know and they would like to share their opinions i would love to you know because again i can i only speak i can only speak for what i understand and what i believe you may have other audience members who practice different forms of Wicca or maybe who are Dianic who maybe don't agree with my stance about the transgender, um, how they treat transgender women, or maybe, who, maybe there's probably, there are people out there who feel like Dianic witches are, are man haters and that we're femi female supremacists. And, you know, if you're getting all the perspectives, you should get them all, you know, <laughs> lucky for us, it's our show and we decide who gets uh, on here, okay, <laughs> not <well> them. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, if you want to hear a variety of different opinions, I think that would be, yeah. you know, I don't, I, yeah. I, you know, I don't want to speak. I don't want to presume to speak for everybody. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So. Oh, Either way, make sure you tune in every week for snap because you never know what you're going to get. You never know what's going to snap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, thanks for stopping by. And remember, always have good sex. Yeah, when you can. Bye-bye, uh, <laughs> everybody. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's not what? forget arts tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget the Afternoon the, Radio Theater Sunday. As in uh, high tomorrow Sunday. at 2 p.m. Eastern. So uh, make sure to tune in with Pepsi Mama. She's presenting Lemon Abner. The two Southern Hicks. <laughs> they are that's for sure but I, but the thing is lum he thinks he's so smart he, he just but yeah and abner bless his heart he ain't got much on the ball but lum is lum likes to he, he likes to he has to be president of everything and you know, he likes to be the head of everything and poor abner he just don't get anywhere with him and there you go Make sure to tune in tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, folks. 
We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for coming, Kelly. Thank you.